Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Happy Tuesday to you. Um, I am doing this podcast a little late at night, later than usual. Just ate din, hanging out with my parents. Long ass day. I went real hard on trying to find a car today. I did not give up. I drove three different Priuses. I am zeroing in on a Prius. That's what I had back in 2016 when I lived in Los Angeles. I loved it. Got me around. It's quiet, spacious. Feels like you're in a little, I don't know. Feels like you're in a spaceship. Um, it uh, is reliable. Not a lot of maintenance needed. It's not too ostentatious. I don't think they're that ugly. I think most cars are really ugly. I don't understand why certain people get certain cars. Like what compels someone to get a Altima? Like I don't even know what that looks like, but why would you get that? Like no, that's not an Accord. I don't even understand why anyone would get an Accord. They're the most, sorry if you drive one, they're just completely boring cars. Unless you just don't care and you just, someone gave it to you or you just went eeny, meeny, miny, mo on a website or at a car lot. Who like sets out and is like, that's the car for me. That's my taste level. Priuses are actually my taste level. I think they look cool. They look different than other cars. I mean, I, I'm like a, I pay it. I know cars now, you guys, like I pay attention to cars. I know what I like. Um, but I just don't understand what compels anyone to get like a, um, let me pick another car that I'm just, is perplexes me. A, um, any kind of Nissan doesn't really make much sense to me, even though my parents drive a Nissan Pathfinder and they got it because they found it on Craigslist and it was a good deal. So if that's why you have a Nissan, whatever you drive, Nissan Rogue, Sentra, any uh, Lincolns are disgusting, so ugly. I'm, I know I'm alienating a lot of my fan base with my opinion about cars, but I just don't understand people's what why people like certain things. I'm gonna pull up Carvana right now and and, and roast some cars, and maybe I'll center in on your car and tell you why it's shit to me at least. Okay. I'm looking at the uh, luxury cars on on uh, on Carvana. BMW, always a sleek looking bitch. I love the logo. It looks hot. It, just because it, by virtue of being very expensive, it's a good looking car. Ugh, the new Lexuses, they have this grill on the front that is so hideous. It's like my dad made the point the other day. He thinks that car companies try to make cars look like Transformers because everyone who is into Transformers is now grown up and wants to drive a Transformer. But this gigantic, it looks like a George Foreman, literal George Foreman grill on the front of the car. It's so ugly. There's nothing special about the Lexus RX 350. Disgusting. The Infiniti QX80, a giant SUV. That is a good looking car. Not going to lie. Haven't seen one of these before. We, we're looking at $41,000. Not bad for a gigantic sport utility, four-door, 36,000 miles. I mean, that's a, that's a good deal. 
another BMW, Audis. I like Audis. Great looking logo. It's like the Olympic logo, but someone fat sat on it. I'm not fat shaming there. It's just true. Someone big pushed it all together and it's just like the Olympic rings, but it's a sleek looking logo. It's not stupid looking. BMW, again, cool looking logo. Infinity. I don't know why Infinities are luxury vehicles. Their logo is stupid and it does not make me think of rich people, but I got to say these QX80s are pretty good looking cars. I'm not looking for a big old car, but I like it. Is this boring anyone yet? Say out loud. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I know. I hear you. I just don't care about, okay, so luxury cars, I'm going to pretty much like most of those. Let's, okay, a commuter's dream. They're all grouped into different groups on Carvana. A commuter's dream, This okay, a Chevrolet Volt. Who looks at a Chevrolet Volt and goes, yep, I want to, well, this actually kind of does look like a Prius from the back. I see it. It's kind of cool looking. It does look like a, um, it looks kind of sporty and fun. It has a personality that other cars don't have. Okay, I take it back. Chevy Volts are cool. The Chevy logo is trash, though. It is so ugly. It's like, again, it's like if a fat person sat on a, on, on a crucifix. It's a squish cross, and I don't like it. Teslas always look fucking hot. Teslas just nail it. Why doesn't everyone just copy Tesla? It's like a very sleek-looking car. It doesn't have too many bobs and bangles. It just looks futuristic. Guess what I love on a car? Do you want to get me to buy your car and pay way more than I should? Make the wheels all black. Why don't they do that with every car? It just instantly makes it more expensive and cooler looking if it's black on black with black rims. Anytime I see that on a car, I'm like, I want that car. Um, yeah, again, the Toyota Camry, nothing special about that car. It's just so boring. Why would you get that instead of a Prius? Priuses actually look cool. Okay, wait a second. The Camry actually looks cool. Okay, now I'm changing my mind <laughs> about everything. A Hyundai. Why would you ever buy a Hyundai Sonata? Why would you spend $26,000 on a used? Don't fool me with this bullshit. I go to these lots and they go, I go, where? I'm, I'm looking for Priuses. I'm here to see Debbie about a Prius. And they go, is it a pre-owned? I go, it's used. Oh, pre-owned. No. Nice try. Used. Pre-owned is, first of all, just say owned. You don't need to have the pre on it. If it's owned, it's used. What's this pre stuff? Pre-owned. Used. What's wrong with saying used? I mean, I guess it does have a pretty negative connotation. That girl looks like she has been pre-owned. That, that would be so much more insulting if someone was like, you just look pre-owned instead of like used. No, used is worse. Okay. Audis, sleek looking bitches. Lincolns, disgusting. Lincolns, I can't even believe that they are still in business. Lincolns have been around forever. Who's buying Lincolns? I mean, you know, when you get the, when you look into an SUV, Lincoln does a pretty good job, but Oh, you know what else I like on a car logo? The back when, okay, so Lincoln's done it here. Okay, I kind of like this. On the back of this Lincoln, oh, it's a nice interior too. God, I have a lot of revelations about cars today. So I went to three different car lots to try on and try out three different Priuses. I did try them on. No, they tried me on because I got inside them. No, no, I tried them on. When you put something on, it goes outside you. I tried them on. And um, boy, oh boy, I learned a lot. 
Okay, so what I do like in the backside of the Lincoln is that on the back, oh my God, this interior is fucking sick. On the back, Lincoln is spelled out L-I-C-O-L-N. And it like looks cool. Volvo does that. Tesla does that. That is something that someone took a stab at it and was like, you know what? We're going to switch up the game. No more just logo on the back. We're going the full name. Dodge. Maybe Dodge was the first to do that. You see that a lot. I like that. I like when they take a, when they take a leap and they just spell the name out on the back. Ooh, baby. Oh, I'm looking at a Mercedes that I'm drooling over. We're talking 33 grand for this. It's an a, A-class, A220 formatic, Mamacita. It's dark blue. I like a rare color. I've been listen. My goal has been a white Prius, and I've been like just being. And I I wanted one that looks cute from the back. It, first of all, all I want is a car that I've already had. I don't want anything new. If I've learned anything about myself in this process, is that I don't like new things. I want things that are familiar. We pulled into a lot today. I saw a Honda Civic. And I know I talk shit about Honda Civics because the new ones are disgusting. I saw a Honda Civic from about 2002 and my fucking dopamine levels started rising because it reminded me of good times in high school and I wanted that car. And my dad goes, no, that is an old shitty car. And I'm like, I love it. But guess what? None of this matter. The outside of your car does not matter. It's what's on the inside that counts. And it's a lot like being a person because I went and I tried out this Prius. I found the Prius I've been searching for. I've been looking for a pre-2018 Prius that in the backlight tires don't look scary and sharp and weird. Not tires, the lights in the back don't look evil. It looks friendly. That's why I always like neons because remember those neon commercials from 1994? I know a lot of people listening to this podcast weren't alive back then. But... They were always like, there's Prius commercial or um, neon commercials back then. And it would just look so friendly. It'd go, hi. And then the the thing would actually say, the neon would say hi to you. And I used to tell my parents, I'm going to drive that car someday. And that's what Priuses give me. They just look like they're like, hey, they look friendly. But now that now they look sharp and kind of scary from the back. And I was like, I don't like it. So I've been looking for a pre-2017 Prius. White. Interior negotiable that's always like the second thing I hear about however went to drive a white Prius today finally found the thing my my white whale that I've been looking for drove over to St. Charles just about a 30 minute drive for me and my dad my dad went over there he saw it on Craigslist I was a little annoyed because I've been telling my dad that I've been checking Craigslist every hour of course the hour I do not check it boom there's a white Prius that I've been looking for he goes what about this Prius I'm like oh my god you're right this is so awesome so I found the Prius or we went, we, I called the guy, we go to the lot. I get inside it and it's just boring, man. Like, you know, just economy, like bare bones interior makes you feel like you're driving a rental car. And I was like, this is everything I've wanted. And it's just, and it's low miles. The price was right. Cause I'm just going to abandon this car. I mean, I'm going to give it to my parents after I drive it around St. Louis for however long I'm here. And then I'm going to give it to my parents. I mean, that's the plan. So I don't want to sink a ton of money into it because if I move to Los Angeles, I'm going to want something sleek and cool looking because it matters what you drive in that town. I don't want to pull up to fucking, I don't, I, can't, I literally can't even think of a restaurant that is cool that I would pull up to. That's how like I, it, I'm, I'm not someone who actually cares about this shit, but I, I wish I were. 
I'll get a Tesla if I go to Los Angeles, probably. Or I'll just keep, I'll, I'll take Ubers everywhere because that was my original plan until there was a pandemic and it wasn't safe to drive in cars with people. Because you waste so much time parking in Los Angeles. I've visited there so much recently. And every time I go there, I just take Ubers everywhere and I save so much time. You get to be on your phone the entire time you're in the car. You don't have to park. You save time. You get work done. Boom. Loved it. I was like, if I ever move back to LA, I'm just going to take Ubers everywhere. Still a plan on that because if I go back to LA, the coronavirus is going to be under control. I think that's probably going to be the reason I go back there. Although I'm scared of those orange skies. I just heard inhaling the smoke that's going on in the upper northwest right now or like northern California. The, the air is like it's like inhaling smoking. It's like smoking 400 cigarettes. So it's like the spring of, you know, 2008 for me. Now, when did I quit smoking? Yeah, 2009, probably 2008. Who cares? So I went inside to this car. My dad are in, and I are in it, and he's, like, loving it. He's like, I love Priuses. The, the visibility is incredible. This is great for your mom would love this car. And I'm like, this is kind of shitty inside. It just feels like, ugh. and I can't even see the outside. <clears throat> the thing I love about this car is the outside. And unless I'm driving by one of those very reflective banks with all the, the windows that you can see yourself, I, I don't really care what I look like in it. I don't care what the outside is. I care what the inside is. So then my whole approach changed. Then we go to another dealership. I try another Prius. Same year, 2015. This one has less miles. It's in better shape. The interior's slightly better, a little bit elevated. And I'm like, boom, okay, I'm ready to spend $4,000 more than I was on the last one. Then we go to another dealership. And I get inside a 2017 Prius. Now this one has the ugly lights that I don't like on the back. However... I don't really care what it looks like from the, from the outside. Now I'm digging the inside. The inside of the 2017 Prius really makes me feel like uh, pretty cool. It's, it was all black. It is like, you know, it had the, the, the little like iPad screen kind of coming off the front. That's the new thing in cars that makes you feel like you're cooler than you are and richer than you are is like it just has an iPad in it. And that was pretty cool. It just, the inside means more to me. It's like human beings. It's what's on the inside that counts. However, I feel like I see my outsides more than I do in a car that I'm driving. So it's it's not completely, um, it's not a perfect analogy. Truly, when you're in a car, you can't see the outside at all. It's so stupid. So you only get that like, the the you only get the the surge of like yes I love my car when you're walking up to it or when you're walking away from it unless if you're walking backwards so the only time you feel good about the look of your car is when you're walking towards it who cares or when you're like pulling up to someone's house and you're like they're gonna think I'm cool I can't even tell you how many times I've tried I've cared about pulling up to a, a house and being like I hope they think I'm cool I don't really care so I might get the 2017 Prius. It's $18,000. I don't know how to haggle at all. I think it's eighteen five, And I feel like going in and being like, I'll give you seventeen cash. Boom. Deal. Done. And then they'll go, no, it's eighteen five, And I'll go, okay, here's the rest. And then I give them the rest. I mean, I, I have no confidence in haggling. It's one of my biggest um, insecurities is that I never get a good deal. I'm always fucked over on everything. 
price wise. I'll always be like, I'll just pay, I'll pay you more. I feel bad. I've covered this before. I don't, I can't imagine I've ever gotten a good deal on anything. I don't want to say never, but it's pretty close to that. So, and so much of buying a car is such stupid bullshit. You show up. Okay. First of all, I showed up to this place, the first place with the first Prius that my dad and I drove. We went to three today. The guy, we test drove it. We're saying goodbye. We're shooting the shit. It's so much small talk. I'm like, let's go. He's a nice guy, but he's lonely. He's working on this lot all by himself. It's really, really nice guy. And he goes, yeah, you're, um, you're Nikki Glazer. You're like, uh, you're like the comedian. And I go, yeah, that's me. And he goes, yeah, you know, the comedian, right? You know, and I go, yeah, I do know. It's like, he was almost saying it like you have the same name as that comedian, you know? He goes, you know, that comedian, you know? And I go, yeah, I'm her. And he didn't seem impressed by that. So I don't, I don't think he was even saying, I think he was just, he knows that it's me. And I don't know how he knows it was me. I don't seem to be his demographic. He was very proud of his American flag, which now is just tells me you are going to vote for Trump. Isn't that sad? Oh God, I just got off of eating dinner and we were watching the news and he denies climate change, which I just can't, can't handle it. You guys, we've got like six fucking hurricanes looming off the coast, just waiting in line to just pummel us. And they all have women's names. I feel like it's very sexist hurricanes because these things devastate lives and they're always women. We got Jeanette coming up. Sally is striking right now. My aunt's name is Sally, so I think she's probably excited about it. They know I wonder if there's ever been a Hurricane Nikki or if it would be Nicole. My my real name is Nicole. I don't know if you know that. I just changed my middle name though. My new name, my new middle name is Rennie. I was named after my dad's friend Rennie. My middle name has always been pronounced Renee. It's spelled wrong. R-E-N-E. If you're a girl, it's supposed to be R-E-N-E-E. So that's always annoyed me. And then my dad tells me that I was named after a woman named Rennie, but they didn't like the way that was pronounced. It was too weird. So they decided to change it to Renee. And it's like, well, what the fuck? It sounds like my name's Rennie. And you guys just fucked it up. And he goes, well, just go by Rennie now. So I go, I can do that. I can just pronounce it Rennie. He goes, sure. So update the Wikipedia. It's Nicole Rennie Glazer. I don't like it. Um, just had a little refresher call with my best friend, Anya Marina. I was having a rough day prior to beginning this podcast. Just feeling, um, I got a call from Andrew earlier today, Andrew Collin, <clears throat> earlier today about, um, where, we're, what we're going to do next. Um, I've realized since living with my parents that I don't want to live alone in the next iteration of my existence, especially with the world the way it is. Living alone is not ideal because you have to be inside a lot. And I, I like being alone a lot, but I also like having someone to be able to talk to whenever I want. If, if they're there, you know, I want my separate room, but I want to live with someone. I want a roommate. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think it's as weird that we get to a place in our lives where having a roommate seems gauche. Although if you get married, having a literal roommate, someone who you mate with in your room, 
is totally fine. So you go from it's either acceptable to, to live in a place totally alone where there's no one ever around or you live, you go to a place where you never have a room of your own. There's no in between. I think the ideal thing is in a relationship, my ideal relationship would be to live in a, a th- three bedroom and one room is the both of ours and then we each have a separate room to like and, and I want a bed in that separate room. I don't want just my little a little desk with an office and a, I don't know, credenza. I want a bed because when I'm alone, I like to lay down. And I like to, you know, that's how I like to read. I like laying down to read. So that's my ideal situation. So anyway, Andrew called me because I've been telling him like, hey, the next move I make, let's get a place together. Be roommates I, I just, Anya, I would want to live with her if I could. I lived with her for many years in New York, and she was the best roommate. I tried to get her to live with me back um, when I moved in August last year. I don't think she was into it because I was smoking a lot of pot then, and she didn't want to be around that, which I totally understand. But now that I am not doing that anymore, she has a boyfriend. She lives up in upstate New York, so I lost her. And then the other girl that I was going to live with back when I was, I mean, I've come up, I wanted this roommate situation for a while now. I did live alone from 2017 to 2000 till, till the pandemic. I didn't have a roommate, but I was out every night. I was never alone, like truly alone. If I went home at night, I, I just went right to sleep within 20 minutes of being home. There was no like hanging out, watching TV alone. I I don't need that shit. I don't want to do that. I I like if I was ever home during the day, I would have someone over to keep me company and just hang out and talk. Um, So anyway, I really do now that there's no stand up to do every night and I can't be out every night just distracting myself with things until it's time for Betty bye. Now that I've fallen back into the habit of eating dinner at home, then moseying on over to the TV room, taking in a couple episodes of The Good Place, throwing in a little documentary here and there, like The Social Dilemma, which I do recommend. I also heard The Vow apparently is very good. It's about that cult Nixium, or whatever that cult is where the girls branded themselves. Going to check out that next. Now that that's my life and that is what I enjoy and that is what I'm going to incorporate into the next version of my life, which is a lot less stand-up at night. That's what I say now. As soon as the club's open, I'll be back there every night because it's an addiction and I can't stop. And I feel like if I do stop, that other people are going to get good and I'm not going to get good and then I'm going to fall behind and then I'm not going to work and then I'm going to be homeless and then I no one will love me. So that's where that thought goes. But I would like to um, – I like chilling with my parents and watching TV right after I get done with this. That's what I'm going to go do. They're already in there waiting for me with the dogs. It's so fun. I'll miss it a lot when I leave. But I want someone around to watch TV with me. So I want to live with either Andrew or find some other friend who wants to live with, with me. But Andrew would be ideal because I've lived with him before. Um, he spent a week here in July at my parents' house. And it was so easy. I would like let him – like I would uh, – it was just like we were like a married couple who didn't have sex. And we had separate bedrooms. It's awesome. 
I didn't feel like I need, owed him ha- hang out. It was just like a, a perfect roommate situation. Screw the married analogy. It's just like we hung out when we wanted to, didn't feel bad when we didn't want to, and it was pretty sweet. So I said um, maybe him and I should move to L.A. together because he doesn't know what he's doing either. Maybe, um, you know, I'm trying to sell a reality show for St. Louis. He would move here for that. Maybe get – and then he called me tonight and was like, so I'm thinking about maybe – I shouldn't do an impression of him anymore. I'm trying to be nicer. But he still has a slight lisp. It's not bad, though. Um, He's like, maybe I'm going to live with this guy um, in New York. We're looking at places because now I can suddenly afford Manhattan because the prices have dropped. And I'm like, no shit. They've dropped. Even if I sublease my place in New York the way it is with how far the prices drop from what I'm paying a month, I'm still paying more the difference between what it's dropped and what I'm paying is still more than I was paying for my apartment before this apartment. That's how much the price has dropped. I'm still going to owe an apartment's worth of rent on the place that I'm currently paying for. So, yeah, the the rent has dropped. So Andrew's like, yeah, I might move in with this Luke guy. And I'm like, okay, go do that. I'll find someone else. No, I, I really did tell him. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm stressing suddenly because I'm like – there are decisions that are needing to be made. I, I'm, and, I'm, and I just called Anya and I was like, can you please talk? And I'm freaking stressed out about it, guys. I'm worried because I need to make a decision. I need to make a lot of decisions. And I don't know what to do. And that's okay. I said this yesterday. It's okay. I'm not going to judge myself for it. It is a weird time. Everyone, literally everyone is not okay right now. In case you were wondering, maybe it's just me and Nikki. I listen to Nikki a lot and she seems like she's not doing well. So on days where I'm not doing well, it makes me feel better. Can I tell you that as someone who puts it out there in the world that I'm not doing okay a lot of times and I'm stressed out and I don't know what's next and everyday new anxieties pop up like – you know, spring flowers and, and they're not going to die off though for in the next season. They just get new ones keep popping up. It's, I mean, it's just, it's every, let me just tell you, everyone is feeling that way. I'm talking to everyone. No one is not anyone that you see on Instagram that you're like, Oh my God, she's, her life is fucking perfect. No, it's not. I promise you she's freaking out too in her own little way. She had like one eyebrow hair that was kind of askew and it fucking fucked her shit up for the whole afternoon. Her cheek, like the glow in her cheek, like wasn't as bright as it was yesterday from the the new highlighter palette she got. She dropped it on the ground and it cracked. One of her highlighter powders cracked and it was a brand new palette from Sephora. See, even she's struggling. I don't know who this person is, but I hate her. Everyone's struggling. So anyway, I called Anya and I or I t- texted Anya. I was like, "Hey, and and let me recommend this. If you, when you are struggling, and this isn't something that I used to do. I used to when I used to start like kind of spiraling, I would try to handle it on my own and wait it out. Now I instantly pick up the phone and I text a friend who I know is good about listening to me just like vent and I go, "Can I have 5 minutes to just vent?" And Anya calmly talked me through it. But I'm scared. 
The weird thing is I'm scared to leave my parents' house because I like it here a lot. I, I don't want to do anything with anyone. I don't want to socialize at all. I just like hanging out here. I love this vacation from, from life. I'm enjoying this, I think. For the first time ever during quarantine, I'm really enjoying this. And I'm scared that I have to make a decision where it's going to go away. And I have to pretty soon. Baby birds got to fly. I got to go to college. That's how it feels. It feels like high school is ending and it really sucks. But it's not over yet. I spent a really great day with my dad looking for a car. We got home tonight and um, my dad had a letter addressed to him in like this really like elegant font from uh, the UK. And my mom goes, EJ, what is this? It was like in this envelope, like this bigger than like a almost manila envelope, white envelope. And it was like, to Sir EJ Glazer. And like, it, it just was written in that way, kind of. And we were like, and it was, you know, postmarked from the UK. So we were like, ooh la la, what is this? Did you order something off Etsy? Um, and then he opened it up and we were all like, what's it going to be? And inside is a, is a, a note that said Miss N. Glazer. It's another envelope that says Miss N. Glazer. So ultimately it's for me. There was a letter to him addressed that said, Dear kind sir, would you ever be so kind as to deliver this letter to your daughter? And if you do, um, I will purchase you a beer, a fine fresh ale at our next acquaintance. It said something like that. And um, so my dad just handed me the letter. Opened it up and there is a postcard inside. It is like a 1950s picture of radio drawing of radio city music hall it's a really cute postcard i like it a lot and on the back it says first of september dear miss glazer if you're reading this then your dad has been an absolute legend thank him for me i just wanted to say that i think you're absolutely hilarious and quite possibly the prettiest woman on earth I mean, ridiculously pretty, exclamation mark. Would you ever allow a British gent to buy you flowers? I'll keep my fingers crossed. I hope you and your family are safe and well. Yours, Matt. Well, Matt. We Googled you. Because this was a nice letter. I'm not going to lie. It was very cute. This is, I mean, this is straight out of like a fucking rom-com all the way from london he addresses it to my dad he gets my dad's permission to give me a letter to the i mean mr darcy i do declare wait now i'm switching to like southern oh mr beauregard it's more like that um so matt if you're listening sure you can send me flowers i don't give a shit you obviously have my address send them on over I don't know why I got Australian on that, but Matt, you can send me flowers. I would love some. Even though I don't love flowers, I prefer, I'm I'm fucking it up, an edible arrangement would probably be my favorite 
Bukai. I can't fucking up. I'm so sorry to anyone who is Australian listening. No. Um, yeah, send me some flowers, Matt. I'll take them. I don't give a shit. I don't really like flowers, though. If any guys are listening or people who want to celebrate me in any way. If I die, please don't send my parents flowers. Just send them, like, Uber Eats gift cards. Right? Starbucks gift cards. Just gift cards to things that they would like. And, yeah, I don't like flowers. I like edible arrangements. Actually, I don't really even like those now. I used to love melon. I used to be the biggest fucking melon head, dude. I, I know that people hate melon. Honeydew is probably my favorite fruit. I don't really eat it that much, though. I used to eat it all the goddamn time. Yeah, I, I just don't. Flowers are great. I mean, yeah, I'll take some flowers, Matt. Thank you so much. I mean, that was a nice letter. I don't know how. It, it just felt very non-threatening. All the other letters I've gotten have been kind of scary. I have this one guy who writes me page upon page upon page, and I don't read it because it's so much writing. It's like I can't. But he, the last time, my dad read me one of his one time because I was just eating dinner. It was like eating soup, and my dad read, read me this letter from a guy that wrote to me. And he was like, it's very therapeutic for me to write to you. And I'm like, okay, keep it coming because well, I'm not writing back. Although it is therapeutic to write to people. I did it today. I wrote, I've uh, over the past two days, I've written 40 cards because I did a thing on Instagram. I told you about yesterday, but I, um, I said on Instagram about a month ago that if you buy something from the United States Postal Service and you give me your receipt, I will send you a card. Because I bought a bunch of cards off there. And um, and they arrived. And I'm writing cards to people. And it's really kind of fun to write strangers. I mean, some psychotic notes I'm writing. Just stream of consciousness. But it's kind of, it's just weird. It's fun. And it makes you feel so accomplished when you lick an envelope. And then you slap a stamp on it. There's just, and then you pile them all up. And I was just like, oh my god. It feels like I'm, you know, I just got married. And I'm sending thank you notes. So it made me feel kind of cool. And totally, totally married. Trying to um, think of anything else I have to tell you. Oh God, I'm gonna save it for tomorrow because it's pretty good. I want to talk about the the. Oh my God, I'll, I'll let me steer you to some stuff that I'm gonna talk about tomorrow. But I think you guys will be into this stuff. All right. Have you heard the controversy about cuties yet? Please look into it. This is the one to go watch. Okay, the 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 video to go watch. This guy really if because don't go watch that movie. Do not support it. It's disgusting, and you'll see why. Go to um, the guy on Instagram whose video I watched. He did a great um, just assessment of it. Let me pull this up here. Boys. Whoops. Okay. Um, his name is Pay Money Wubby. Pay Money and then W-U-B-B-Y. It's called Netflix's Cuties Has Gone Too Far. He does a great – it's 10 minutes and then you see clips from it and you will be astonished. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about, um, oh, uh, breathing through your mouth. Have you guys heard that you're not supposed to breathe through your mouth when you sleep? I'm going to talk about that tomorrow too. So a lot to look forward to. I know you guys are like, ooh, can't wait. But truly, I, I will have some good stuff to, look, to talk to you about. This was fun doing one at night. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did enjoy myself. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. See you here tomorrow. Squirt, squirt, jackpot. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 